0: Yes! Yes! Hell yes. yes! It has happened again, folks! Don't let anyone tell you that manifestation is a bunch of woo. <laughs> because clearly, enough of us have put pictures of the ever-given up on our vision boards that it has happened once again. Mm-hmm. The Suez Canal is blocked. <laughs> International shipping has been crippled. Mm-hmm. The fall of capitalism is at hand. Yes. Or at least that was the case for, I don't know, a couple hours, a little bit. Yeah. Early this week. Uh, another big boat got stuck, but yeah. uh, they were able to get it unstuck. And everything's back to normal again. And this is just like what happened last year when that other boat got stuck and we all got excited for Ever Given Part 2, only to immediately be disappointed at the... Uh...
1: They're getting too good at freeing these ships. Yeah, it's, it's too bad. Well, uh, I just want to point out that it is very funny that our collective consciousness has turned ships getting stuck in a canal that no one even thought of prior to a couple years ago into a massive community event. Yeah. It's something to look forward to. Whenever it happens, it's always a joy, not for anyone involved, but for everyone watching safely thousands of miles right. away. I've always got the Suez on my mind. I do. <laughs> the, the, the best meme I saw, too, is like America infrastructure or whatever, uh, train d- derailment every, like, two weeks. Yeah. Oh, no. And then another ship stuck in the canal? Ooh, I like this. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah.
0: It's something to talk about. Something that isn't joy. Yeah,
1: that isn't horrific.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a narrow corridor of water that half the world uh, depends on for basic goods that can be completely blocked off for extended periods of time by just one big boy going a this way sideways. instead of this way. Yeah, a little drifting. So yeah, it'll probably keep happening, but they'll probably keep fixing it
1: really fast before I, anyone even has a chance to enjoy it. My, my, I, I feel like if a ship, I know this, they take it way more seriously than this, but being a ship captain, it has to be more increasingly more embarrassing to have this happen. Like before it's just like, Oh no, this is a horrific experience. Uh, a once-in-a-lifetime blunder. And now, if, you, if it happens, you're just like, oh, G- oh my God, Jesus, I I, I really yeah. I really biffed this one. Every, I mean, it looks like everyone
0: gets a shot at, at <laughs> blocking the Suez now. They're doing it in solidarity. That's true. They probably, yeah. when they're going through it, like the guy on the wheel turns the captain like, eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We're all having fun here.
0: So, yeah, I, 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 guess, I guess that's all the nautical news that we have for you this week. Back
1: to the land news now. No, Elliot, no, please. That is not... Not all of the nautical news oh, that we have. Oh, then back to the sea with us. In fact, we have another callback. An update to last week's nautical news. Some of the best nautical news that we've been enjoying for quite a while. Ahoy, ahoy. Here's Reuters with the story. Killer whales severely damaged a sailing boat off the coast of southern Spain, the local Maritime Rescue Service said on Thursday, adding to dozens of orca attacks on vessels recorded so far this year on Spanish and Portuguese coasts. In the early hours of Thursday, a group of orcas broke the rudder and pierced the hull after ramming into the Mustique on its way to Gibraltar, prompting its crew of four to contact Spanish authorities for help, a spokesman for the Maritime Rescue Service said. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. I'm a sicko and I love this. Friendship ended with Suez Canal. Now Orca is my best friend. And look, I love the, again, another great example of community engagement from afar. Everyone that has absolutely no involvement firsthand with this is having the best time with
0: it. Yeah, there's absolutely no reason that I would ever have to uh, travel by sea through the Strait of Gibraltar. So... This is just, this is like TV for me. It's it's fantastic. Put up a live webcam, a whole feed yeah. in, every, in every part of it. And that's another one, I mean, not as narrow as the Suez, but if you look at a map of the Mediterranean, it, getting in and out, you either, it, you either come through the Suez, which is really, really narrow, or the only other way is through the Strait of Gibraltar, which also pretty damn narrow. If there's a gang of orcas sitting in that area, you, you
1: can't really go around them. Earth bites back. And I like that it is probably, at this point, nerve-wracking to make this journey. It's exciting.
0: For the first time in ages, this is the kind of shit you used to... You, back in the day when we sailed ships, we were scared for our lives. Yes. We were terrified. There uh-huh. were krakens. There yes. were sirens.
1: Exactly. And then things got a little too easy. But we're back, baby. This is the. These are the stories that fantasies were literally written about. Yeah. If, if this was in the pre-technological times, this would be a tale that was the most overblown. We were attacked compl- by monsters, yes! dozens of them. Yes, coordinated. Their skin as dark as night. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. We're yeah. living through a renaissance of uh, animal attacks and I am here for it. We're back. And yeah, we did have- We're so fucking back. This happened so quickly after we last talked about it that
0: we, we had to double check. Yeah. Was this just the news getting repeated? No, this is in fact a new example of orcas off the southern coast of Spain attempting to murder a boat, Mm -hmm. on top of all the examples we talked about last week. Uh, Sky News quotes one of the sailors describing this latest incident as it happened. It's like they are biting it apart. What started off as a seemingly unique encounter ended with orcas breaking off our rudder from the boat, then proceeding to tear bits off the boat for an hour. Whew! And yeah, it's still unclear exactly why the Orcas are doing this. There was that other... They, because it's fun. They said maybe it was uh, they were, one of the Orcas, like Big Frida or something like that, was... Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, that would um, be uh, New Orleans famous. Yeah, New Orleans uh, trans <laughs> trans uh, rapper. It wasn't Big Frida. It was like something uh, something like that. They yeah. said it might be a revenge for uh, Big Frida getting, yeah. getting chopped up or something. But um, a lot of theories. But, uh, yeah, they seem to be doing it at an ever-increasing pace. When we talked about this last week, it was like, yeah, they've been, like, messing with boats Cincinnati for three pattern. years. Yeah. But, like,
1: they've started getting more aggressive. And it's like, this is now... Seems to be happening and on, like, academic. a weekly basis. Uh, one of the funny, even before this hit the news, one of the funnier things from this week was a news article that was making the rounds about how Jeff Bezos' super yacht had finally been finished and he had taken operation of it. Orcas? And, yeah, you have the chance to do the funniest thing possible right Put it now. up
0: on your vision boards, folks. Yeah. The secret is real. It is. We are We are doing the secret Live. Yeah,
1: let's get and the, you know what the orcas they, this is a, a
0: win that they deserve. Uh, they Can, they need a win and uh-huh. and so far they're winning against in this war against boats that they've I guess decided to wage.
1: Yeah, a, as we said on uh yesterday's episode, we are taking like a week off next week. So we'll be back, you know, June 7th or whatever, but I'm excited yeah. to see how many orca attacks What will the orcas destroy next? The the Titanic uh, and a whole cruise ship.
0: I mean, it's just a shame that orcas are, I mean they're big but they're not big enough to really like fuck shit up
1: well they uh, need to
0: call send a signal to their friends
1: the humpback whales yes the, they the... need to group up with the rest of the animals yeah uh whales together strong exactly did you see the uh the you know the the messed up t-shirt that they did one with the orcas let no. me let me look at it <laughs> it's great you can show it on the screen I'll send you the image but uh oh yeah here it is. Born to swim, oh, yeah, world yeah. is a fuck, sink them all, 2023, I am a sea beast, 410 billion sunken ships.
0: Yeah, that that is, uh, yeah, I think the origin of that meme was a shirt that Born someone, to someone found in like a thrift store in like China or something, but yeah, it's just like nonsense, but it like actually goes really hard. <laughs> yeah. There's, like 4 million dead cops.
1: Yeah, um, I, I... World I, is a fuck. <laughs> I, I, if someone can put that on a shirt, I will buy it. Yeah, yeah. I... I am be- fully behind the orcas. And, Although uh, by the time it gets here, the meme will be like the the orcas. You know, I, it uh, could be worse. Actually, like literally, the the best thing about this
0: is that the human side is literally legally prohibited from fighting back.
1: These orcas were defenseless. We, we they need to be <laughs> studying them because maybe they are rapidly breeding to increase their numbers and therefore increase the damage. One can only hope. Uh, yes, they are teaching the children. Well, according obviously. to
0: eyewitness statements they are
1: literally raising them like baby's first boat sink i love it you would assume evolutionarily is that a word but i just because the parents are exhibiting this behavior the children will mock it
0: oh yeah it might be chuggy that's
1: a good point no no, no 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 like they they meaning they'll mock it uh, they'll learn to do it and then perfect it and keep doing it oh Oh, I thought you meant... In the animal kingdom, Chugi doesn't exist. I thought you meant, like, it's like, oh, well, we're knocking over ships, that's what boomers do. <laughs> no. No, in the uh, animal kingdom, it's uh, survival based on the things you learn from your parents. It's, right. it's not embarrassing. So they'll see this as a survival tactic in protecting their waters. So it's only going to get more severe. Uh, and the fact that they're protected is really just throwing gasoline on yeah. the fire, which is amazing. Our hands are tied. Yes. <laughs> cannot do anything except let them chew at boats... With no other way Imagine to if it. these things had thumbs. It'd be over for us. Well, sit around in a couple hundred years and maybe they will. Yeah,
0: and they'll come back out. Because the craziest story with the sea mammals is they, like all animals, they started in the sea. They came on land and then they went back in the fucking sea. <laughs> it's the funniest evolutionary like, nope. cycle. They're like, all right, we've been out here for a couple million years. This fucking sucks. Yeah.
1: You know what I miss? The ocean. Let's the, go back. The orcas, they came on land at one point and they said, oh, these Spaniards. <laughs> Get me out of yeah, here. I hope I. We're going to go back in the sea where we never have to
0: deal with any Spanish people ever again. They're like, <laughs> wait, what the fuck is that smell?
1: What's mm. that smell?
0: <laughs> anyway, but speaking of news yeah. of the sea, oh, uh, if you're looking for a front row seat for the Orca Apocalypse, obviously that's going to cost you. Oceanfront property is prohibitively expensive. Or is it? Here's a little real estate hack for y'all via The Guardian. Ten lighthouses that for generations have stood like sentinels along America's shorelines protecting mariners from peril and guiding them to safety are being given away at no cost or sold at auction by the federal government. The aim of the program, run by the General Services Administration, is to preserve the properties, most of which are more than a century old. The development of modern technology, including GPS, means lighthouses are no longer essential for navigation, said John Kelly of the GSA's Office of Real Property Disposition. And while the Coast Guard often maintains aids to navigation at or near lighthouses, the structures themselves are often no longer mission critical. Uh, Add this one to the book, of the guy with all the question marks on it. Yeah, with uh, all the free money hacks, your own yeah. lighthouse.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's a great idea, and also uh, I think they are being, uh, no pun intended, short-sighted about this because what if the GPS goes down? What if the future doesn't uh, really isn't a place that is habitable to uh, GPS operation? Well, then, well, then I think who's we got gonna bigger. going to be
0: laughing then? I think we got bigger problems if that's what happens. No, uh, we revert back to the sea. I mean, luckily the satellites are in space, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of them. Yeah. I'm just but, saying. But, uh, yeah, I mean...
1: These are good to have around, just it, in case. Yeah, you,
0: you you want to fall back, and uh, also it creates jobs. Yeah,
1: of course. <laughs> uh, specifically two jobs <laughs> where people work at it uh, for months at a time. <laughs> yeah. And they... they Two jobs, one older guy, one younger guy. guy who might have lied a little bit
0: about his, uh, yeah, his identity. Yeah, and they, they get into hilarious antics. Yeah, they antics. drink a lot, and they run out of alcohol, and then they just
1: start drinking straight turpentine. And that's when things get real fucking weird. What day is it? Uh-huh. Go see The Lighthouse. Well, in your own living room, I guess. Anyways, that's right, though. Why why pay millions for a one- or two-story home that only gives you a 180-degree view of the sea uh, when you could pay exactly zero dollars for a significantly taller home that gives you a full 360? Yeah. If I'm looking at the sea, I want to see the full 360. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see land. I want to see sea. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a hell of a deal, obviously, and your free lighthouse will pair nicely with your free TV. Though, actually watching anything might be a challenge. Bring a thumb drive. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you, you can't just go down to your local Remax and ask for one lighthouse, please. From the article, the GSA has been transferring ownership of lighthouses since Congress passed the National Historic Lighthouse Preservation Act in 2000. About 150 lighthouses have been transferred, 80 or so given away, and another 70 auctioned, raising more than $10 million dollars. This year, six lighthouses are being offered at no cost to federal, state, or local government agencies, nonprofits, educational organizations, or other entities that are willing to maintain and preserve them and make them publicly available for educational, recreational, or cultural purposes. That's where they get you. Yeah. You got to make sure these are uh, not crumbling into the ocean. You have to actually... That's the great
0: thing, though. You won't have anything else to do out there but maintain.
1: Yeah, it's like we could get... You know, if they were giving it away and we could come up with a good purpose, uh, we could have an Internet Today Lighthouse. Yeah. The problem is one loose stone falls on a kid's head and we're liable.
0: Right. I'm going to need some... I,
1: I, that's uh, why we need the lighthouse
0: keepers. That's right. Mm. And yeah, so I guess it looks like step one to acquiring your own personal lighthouse is to set up some sort of non-profit and or educational organization because I guess... They don't really just hand these things over to anyone, which is bullshit. <laughs> so you'll want to name it something like the the Nonprofit Lighthouse Education Organization. Lighthouses for people. Uh, and then you presumably just call up the GSA and request one lighthouse, please, <laughs> for your lighthouse educational nonprofit. Uh, and if that doesn't work, you unfortunately may have to pay. And it sounds like the only ones that go up for auction to the general public, they're, they're not the best ones. They're the ones that no one else wanted. Yeah. But hey, I, you know, a lighthouse is a lighthouse. And some of these, still look pretty cool. And uh, if we do a little math, uh, they said 70 lighthouses that have been auctioned off divided by the $10 million total that they've earned from it, that comes out to around $142,000 for a whole lighthouse, which, obviously, that's not nothing, but it's a hell of a deal. Way cheaper than buying a house on land in this economy? Yeah. I don't think so.
1: Unfortunately, all I can predict is a string of Mr. Beast lighthouses Spanning the East Coast of the United States. Yeah. uh, Mr. Beast presents the Charitable Lighthouse Foundation for Nonprofit Youth. Or whatever. Whatever, uh, you know, jumble of words you want to put in.
0: I found 20 people with cerebral palsy and gave each one of them their own lighthouse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I found 20 epilepsy patients and gave each one of them access to a lighthouse. Found 20 drifters with mysterious paths <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. and put pairs of them in their own lighthouses. What happened next? Will
1: shock you. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, you know, it. it's, of course, fun to think about. Thinking about the fun that you'll have out there on the sea living in your own personal lighthouse. All alone. Or maybe with one, one special other companion. Exactly one other companion. Yes. Some blistering old man who's seen it all. A Willem Dafoe type. Yes. And of course, the seagulls. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the best part is your lighthouse is out of commission. So there's there's really not anything you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which leaves you a lot more time to spend with your thoughts. Those pesky things. Yeah. Just you <laughs> on your mattress with your thoughts. And a hole and <laughs> carved lovingly into that mattress.
0: I'm spoiling this whole fucking movie. It doesn't matter.
1: Look, it's been out for years. If you haven't seen also, you can't
0: really spoil it. Like I had kind of forgotten the plot. It doesn't matter. And I was reading it on Wikipedia. I was like, I don't even remember half this shit. I just remember being very weirded out for the whole time and Uh, loving it.
1: Just a constant uh, feeling of unsettling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You should, if you haven't seen it yet, that's what you're doing this weekend. You are uh, what you have to watch it at night first. Get you a copy of the Lighthouse, boy. Uh, close all the windows pour yourself a stiff drink and watch The Lighthouse turn all the lights off light a candle and watch The Lighthouse (laughs) just a beautiful movie starring Batman and Willem Dafoe that's right yeah Uh, anyways look if you can't own a home in regular terms well this is your chance
0: this is the only way you're gonna do although uh, I guess they just announced uh, Rocket Mortgage just announced uh, 1% down payments mortgages which will certainly not lead to exactly what fucking happened in 2008, all over again. Nope, this time we're doing it right. You just show up with a check for like $10,000 and here's your house and I'm sure you'll get those payments back to us in due time. All million of you that we offer this to.
1: I'm going to assume that all they're doing is uh, owning the home, charging you the interest. You never build any personal equity. Yeah. And then once you die, you, your your kids or relatives either, you know, pick it up or Rocket Mortgage just goes, wow, wow crazy. Yeah. We have a house. Oh. Oh, our luck! Yeah. Hmm. It's almost as if we planned them to not be able to pay this off ever throughout eternity. Well. The standard thirty-year pass The standard seventy-five year. Hundred-year mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they do it with cars now. There's like ten-year car loans. That's insane. It is. You end up paying the same amount as interest. Still as you paying do for, for the... your
0: car when it's just like barely. Uh, yeah. It's right. got two hundred thousand miles and about to be paid off. So yeah, uh, take to the sea. Buy now while the getting's good. That's there's, what I say. There's land out there beyond the waves.
1: Yeah, and uh, when the GPS inevitably goes down, ah, <laughs> <laughs> look who's in charge now.
0: You better make sure you're all stocked up on whale oil to burn, <laughs> burn the lamp. Yeah, I'm sure they've all been electrified well, by now. But you know, in, in case that goes out, yeah, they you're don't gonna need, need some whale oil.
1: They don't need lighthouses anymore because the ships can't even get close enough to land to even uh, be scared about hitting rocks. They're getting taken out by the orcas, why, 20, 30 nautical miles out to sea. In fact, the lighthouse is, it's like, hey, orcas, they're over there. (laughs) Get them. And I know it's only been a couple of years, but it feels really like the perfect time to bring back the sea shanty. Yeah, that was a weird little moment. Yeah, like a a one-month moment in the pandemic, where everyone was doing sea shanties.
0: Baking bread and singing shanties. Well, (laughs) we really had it all, didn't we, folks? Anyway, shifting now from nautical news to your typical land news, Mm -hmm. uh, it's time... For an update to what was definitely the highlight of this past week and maybe this whole month. Ron DeSantis teaming up with Elon Musk for the most bungled presidential campaign <laughs> announcement in modern history. <laughs> bungled. <laughs> just absolutely bungled. Yeah. Twitter Spaces wasn't just an inherently bad medium for this kind of announcement. It was also clear to anyone paying any attention for the last several months that the risk of technical issues was high. And it wasn't surprising at all when it took over 20 minutes of app crashes and audio
1: issues, for the event to even start, things went exactly as anticipated. Are we on? 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, some updates now that the dust has settled. For starters, Twitter's head of engineering decided to quit his job at Twitter after four years, just one day after this fiasco. He hasn't said anything to indicate the specific reason for his decision, but <laughs> come on. We all know. Yeah, no, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> and over on the Platformer newsletter, which has been a great source for behind the scenes info about Twitter 2.0, they provided some insight on what exactly went wrong with this event. And spoiler alert, it's exactly what we all assumed, figured, and thought it would be. But they go into more detail about it. Perhaps the most
0: important thing to know about Space's technical problems. Over the past several months, Musk cut the Space's team, which once numbered as many as 100 employees, down to roughly Three people, (laughs) for months now, the Spaces team, that's putting it loosely, I think, uh, the the Spaces trio, has been operating without most of the institutional knowledge it accumulated since Twitter added live audio conversations in 2021 to compete with then-hot Clubhouse. Practically no one remaining knows the current architecture in depth, one person lamented on the pseudonymous employee forum Blind, In November, a senior engineering manager on the team posted a message on LinkedIn saying the whole team was available for hire. (laughs) At least some members of the team were discussing a possible acquisition with Automatic, but it's unclear where those discussions landed. Does this mean Twitter, aka Elon, is killing spaces? Someone asked in response to the post. That has literally been one of the most useful features for connecting with others and bringing me back to the site. The engineer responded simply, shrug emoji. Wow. Three, three people.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you cannot run something like this on a skeleton crew. Well, it was running fine until this happened. Yeah, and, and it was because of the massive, the, the sheer massive amount of people uh, that could only be comparable to, I don't know, a gamer on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Streaming 4K a, uh, you to, know, to hundreds of thousands of people. A Wednesday afternoon Dr. Disrespect stream. Y- yeah, or like any Germa stream. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they then expl- explain some stuff about how Spaces is hosted on both Twitter's own servers as well as some very under-provisioned AWS servers, and there was simply not enough server capacity to handle hundreds of thousands of people trying to join at once. And here's some fun behind-the-scenes info. Musk's own Twitter app crashed repeatedly during the event, we're told. (laughs) Musk, who uses the employee-only build of the app known as Early Bird, was said to be furious afterward. Yes. The situation reflects the fact that the Small Spaces team did not conduct stress tests of the system before the event. The New York Times reported this detail yesterday. Just let it ride. I'm sure it works fine. What's the worst that could happen? We don't do dress
0: rehearsals here. We don't pay rent. We don't follow building codes. We definitely don't rehearse major events that we are using uh, to be, as a proof of concept that we are, like, the news now.
1: It's you know, uh, just let it run. Again, we mentioned it on the video from the other day, but it, it surpassed even our expectations yeah. of how yeah, poorly was, this it was could amazing. possibly go. It was
0: very fun to observe uh, as it happens. Mm. So, yeah, again, no surprises at all. It's honestly kind of shocking how predictable this all was for even casual observers. Exactly what we thought would happen, happened. This man is playing 1D chess, <laughs> and while we're on the subject, uh, Elon Musk would like to place a computer in your brain. Please. Uh, human trials for Neuralink have been approved by the FDA. Wow. Uh, I guess they got the monkeys to stop eating their own fingers. That's that. Well, that's progress, baby. And hey, we're, we're past the makes you eat your own fingers stage of the trials, so let's test this out on some people. Yeah. So yeah, the man who did not think to check whether the live stream that he'd been hyping for days could even work on a technical level wants to put a computer inside your brain.
1: Very exciting. The guy who intentionally brought out weighted balls to test the bulletproof <laughs> glass on his cyber See, truck. bulletproof. Ah, fuck. Anyway, <laughs>
0: well, get that brain over here.
1: <laughs> Let's take a look in that noggin. Let's go. Yeah. Bop! So if Elon Musk's plans for Neuralink do somehow come to fruition, though, one feature we'd like to see implemented is something to ensure that American users know that Puerto Rico is, in fact, part of the United States and not a foreign country. Puerto Rico. Uh, sure, Puerto Rico isn't super close to the U.S. It's farther away than its neighbors, the Bahamas, Cuba, Jamaica, Haiti, and the Dominican Republic, but Hawaii's way out there in the middle of fucking nowhere in the Pacific, and no one seems to have any trouble remembering that it is part of the United States, so what gives? Why do Americans consistently put their ignorance on display by insisting that Puerto Rico is a foreign country? It is a U.S. territory, and it needs to become a state. Yeah, I mean, uh, they kind of
0: bungled that one a couple of years ago like pre pre-covid and pre their last hurricane they actually i they did vote on it yeah. and uh it, it lost by a by a narrow majority mm-hmm. and um i think some people there have regrets but also it's like they i don't know they i don't fully understand the issue but they they do have reasons for not wanting statehood some, there's there's also a full independence movement in Puerto yeah. Rico that i think uh, you know, makes things a little bit trickier to navigate yes, with this I, issue. I,
1: I agree that there's uh, definitely some issues. Like is happy also, with how things are yes, right now. Exactly. The <laughs> fact that it's a territory gives it like less benefits than it would yeah. have as a state, but also less freedom to do what they want to do right. independently. So, and also like with that hurricane,
0: like obviously Trump bungled that one really badly. No, He gave
1: them paper towels.
0: Right. But like, even for as badly as the U.S. government stepped in there, like there were so many fucking idiots in this country being like, "Why are we helping this foreign country deal with their hurricane?" Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. In, in <laughs> terms of becoming a state, it's in it's in limbo. It's yeah. It is currently uh, in a place where people don't acknowledge it as part of the U.S., but also they don't aren't allowed the full. Uh, benefits of being a U.S. state. So it's it's in this weird yeah. kind of place. So. Anyway, we
0: don't know the full answer for why this is a blind spot in the average American psyche, but it keeps happening with two high-profile incidents happening very recently. Uh, here's one of those incidents via CBS News. A Puerto Rican family traveling from Los Angeles to the island of Puerto Rico was denied travel on Spirit Airlines because the parents didn't have a U.S. passport for their <laughs> toddler. The parents didn't need a passport, nor did their child, because Puerto Ricans are United States citizens and Puerto Rico
1: is not an international destination. Uh, It does continue, but she and her husband showed their passports to avoid a hassle. When the agent asked for a passport for the toddler, Roman Torres said she told the agent that the boy didn't have a passport. She says they were offered two options, accept a refund or reschedule the flight for a later date once the family could obtain a passport for the child. Even before that offer was made, Roman Torres says she implored both the agent and the agent's supervisor who had gotten involved and was aware of the situation, is there anyone else I can talk to? Can we call customer service together? She said they were completely inflexible. There was no empathy. There was just walls, she said. She left the Spirit Airlines counter and noticed the JetBlue counter was empty. She walked up and explained the situation, then asked if there were any last minute seats to Puerto Rico. There were at a much higher price. The JetBlue employee, she remembers, told her, That's not needed, the passport, to go to Puerto Rico. And I'm like, I know! (laughs) Come on! They're like, okay, this person at the Spirit Airlines counter,
0: maybe they're new, maybe they don't get it. Hey, supervisor, Puerto Rico's part of America, right? like, um, I don't think so. This is, like... I'm pretty sure I would know where the airline I work for, uh, Spirit Airlines, uh, flies to, and uh, now that you mention it, no, we don't fly anywhere else internationally, but uh, I guess Puerto Rico's the one exception to that. This
1: is pretty interesting, one, but yeah, we're gonna need a passport for that baby. One step away from uh, um, uh, this family speaking perfect English and going, I can't understand a word you're saying. Uh, that <laughs> happens in the next story. Okay, yeah, <laughs> fucking happens. Ooh. Okay. Well, uh, uh, good. You. you uh, this is uh, this is being heightened then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's wild. Like, if this was happening to me, and maybe this happened here, I would just simply pull out my phone and ask Siri uh, if. Is Puerto Rico part of the U.S.? Do you need a passport to travel to Puerto Rico? Well, but, you can't trust but, AI these days, right? They'd be like, I, I, I read
1: that ChatGPT lies sometimes. Yeah, this is uh, a, a educational failure. <laughs> God damn. Uh, amazingly, just a few days before all that went down, a similar situation happened elsewhere in the United States. Here's CBS News again. Hertz has apologized for denying a Puerto Rican man a rental car that he paid for in advance. The man, Humberto Marchand, said that he presented his Puerto Rican driver's license to an employee at a Hertz rental car counter at New Orleans International Airport last week and was told he would need to show his passport. The employee insinuated, according to Marchand, that he was a foreigner and couldn't rent a vehicle without showing his passport. Puerto Ricans are United States citizens. Marchand has his Puerto Rican driver's license, which is as valid as any other driver's license issued in the United States. He was not carrying his U.S. passport. Video recorded by Marchand shows a manager asking him to leave. When he didn't, she asked him if he wanted her to call the police, and he replied, yes, please call the police. The Kenner police officer who responded also told Marchand to leave, according to Marchand, who served 25 years as a federal law enforcement officer before retiring. God. Imagine how frustrating this must be. (laughs) Yeah,
0: uh, just think about having your lifelong career, being working for the government of a country that you are a citizen of, but where the average person does not believe that you are a citizen of that country and will actively choose to continue not believing you are a citizen, even when you explain that you, in fact, are a citizen. Got to be a bit annoying. Yes. And uh, that still isn't even quite as dumb as the numerous examples we seem to get every year of uh, people with New Mexico driver's licenses no, Mexico. receiving <laughs> similar treatment for being from another country. No, I know Mexican No, you trying to hop up. Are you an anchor, baby? How did you get here? Whoa. Uh, but yeah, this Marchand, he even claims that the cop who showed up made comments about maybe calling the border patrol on him.
1: Oh, please do. Let's get everyone involved.
0: Yeah, let's let's make this into a spectacle. Yes. And uh, in screenshots that he posted to Twitter, uh, hurts, they did apologize via text, but they claimed that this was all a misunderstanding due to there being a language barrier. <sighs> uh, despite Marchand speaking fluent English throughout his video of the encounter. Like, not even, like, heavily accented. This man is a fluent... Uh, English speaker, he worked for the fucking American government for 25 years, he speaks English. There was no language barrier. God damn it. We are a very dumb country. We're a stupid country. We don't deserve Puerto Rico. Exactly, yes. (laughs) There should be, the rules of uh, late imperialism should be that if a certain, uh, maybe a simple majority of the citizens of a country uh, can't, don't know whether a colony is theirs or not, the colony automatically gets freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're doing imperialism, you should know what, what you've done. Otherwise, what's the point? You know. Yeah. And I, I, and, and I, I bet like we would lose some territories. We'd probably lose uh, Guam. I was just gonna say uh, Guam. <laughs> that's another one. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they deal with this all the fucking time. Uh, I mean, U.S. Virgin Islands at least has U.S. in it, very helpfully.
1: Yeah, but also Virgin. Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm not going to the Virgin Islands. We'd probably what are you lose, Crazy. We'd
0: lose a few. I bet France would lose a few because France still has like a ton of fucking overseas departments. They're everywhere. Um, yeah, the, the European Space Agency is based in Guyana mm-hmm. because that is Europe technically. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, we've got the headlines part of the show coming right up, but first it's time for some Arabs.
1: Yeah, check out our sponsors, please.
0: This episode is sponsored by Native. I'm wearing my Native right now. It's starting to warm up. We're all going to be hopefully spending a lot more time outside touching grass, Mm -hmm. but with great sun comes great responsibility. And with Native sunscreen, I can give my skin the protection it
1: needs while soaking up all that much needed sun. Native's quickly absorbing ultra-sheer, hydrating, and lightweight sunscreen formula offers broad-spectrum SPF 30 protection from UVA and UVB rays. All Native sunscreen is made with a 20% active zinc oxide formula that is dermatologist-tested and suitable for sensitive skin. All-native sunscreen is made with oils derived from plants that seal in skin moisture, and it's also vegan and cruelty-free. And I want to point out, very, very good selling point here. Does not give you the Mark Zuckerberg face when you put it on. It doesn't. Which is a huge selling point. Yeah. Because I've used other stuff, and I'm like, well, I can't even leave now. I look ridiculous. I look like a mime. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Choose from one of Native's three delicious but subtle scents like coconut and pineapple, rosé, or mm. sweet peach and nectar for your face and body, or try Native's unscented option. That's the one I use. Mm. With Native sunscreen, you get protection from the sun that is free of chemical additives, oxybenzone, octinoxate, and avobenzone which makes Native sunscreen compliant with the Hawaii Act 104, which was passed in an effort to protect Hawaii's reefs.
1: Give your skin the protection that it deserves with Native's mineral sunscreens. Go to nativedo.com weird or use promo code weird at checkout to get 20% off your first order. Stock up for the whole summer. That is is weird or use our promo code weird at checkout. nativedo.com weird or use promo code weird. And this episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Mm. Uh, this
0: country's healthcare system certainly has uh, some issues. Uh, yeah. One of which is that even if you're fully insured, actually finding a doctor who's available to see you can be a very annoying, time consuming, and antiquated process. Mm-hmm. And the longer it takes to find a doctor, the more likely you are to fall down some internet rabbit hole of potentially questionable medical advice. And then, even when you
1: find a doctor, it's hard to know beforehand whether they're the right doctor for you. Well, ZocDoc makes this whole process a lot easier. You just fill in what you need, where you live, what your availability is, and what insurance you have, and ZocDoc pulls up a list of doctors along with their availability, plus loads of user reviews to help you find the care you need and book it with the tap of your finger. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and also treat almost every condition under the sun.
0: No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With Zocdoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use Zocdoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to zocdoc.com/weeklyweird and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's z o c d o c .dot com/weeklyweird. ZocDoc.com slash
1: Weekly Weird. Alright, now let's get back to it with the craziest, weirdest headlines from around the world this week. Starting with one that I didn't even think was possible. A lot of, (laughs) many have
0: tried over the years, but it finally happened. Yeah. Dozens injured after man opens plane door during flight. This must have been the world's strongest man. Or the world's weakest plane door. I get, so the reason you can't, it doesn't actually work usually is because of pressure, right? Yes. So this plane was landing. It was like 700 feet in the okay. air. Okay. It was it was doing its its descent. This doesn't count. And well, it was it was cruising altitude or nothing. It was uh, I mean if it happened to cruising altitude, everyone would freeze to death and also immediately pass well, out. it's impossible but, to, to, to... Right, to do. but yeah. it, but if you could, it, everyone would immediately pass out because well, yes. of lack of oxygen <laughs> and freeze to death because it is very cold up there. Um, just wait
1: till the orcas learn how to fly.
0: The videos of this, like, it, it, I mean, it looks like it was scary. But, yeah, they got the door open somehow. I guess the person tried to jump and they stopped him. I don't know how he didn't just get sucked out.
1: None of this is like the movies. But, um, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean... Again, like if you're at a certain altitude, it's not like it's going to suck you out. People jump out of airplanes and they stand at the door all the time. They have to literally jump out to do it. Now, me personally, I wouldn't risk my life to pull back a guy. Yeah, You're on your own, buddy. Yeah. Like, come on. But I don't want him landing on someone else. That would be. No, you're in the flight path. It's just, uh, you know. Swamp. Swamp. Was this like a huge jet? Yeah, it was an Airbus.
0: Wow. It was in Korea, though. You would think, oh, oh, the Americans are at it again. Nope. Actually, I don't know. It might have been an American, but it was a Korean flight landing in Korea. Mm -hmm. So So presumably someone from Korea who wanted to get home a little faster. I see my house. Why can't I just jump?
1: It's so annoying when you see where you live while you're flying over it. And then you're like, well, I got to deal with an hour of landing, getting an Uber. Ugh, I'm good. Drop me off here. I think I could survive that. doesn't look. Doesn't look too bad. Why not give it a shot? Next headline, though. California Assembly passes bill that would ban the sale of Skittles. I love how this is framed because
0: the law would ban uh, certain chemicals Mm -hmm. from being used in food. Chemicals which have been illegal in the EU for, like, decades. Mm -hmm. But they're like, oh, the Californians want to ban Skittles. It's like, no, uh, they want... Presumably, Skittles, the, the Skittles company, would just change the recipe... For the California
1: market, rather than uh, give up their billions in sales, certainly doing whatever they're doing now with the colors to save money. Yeah, and haven't switched because it uh, is cheaper to do it the way they're doing yeah, like the, it. Yeah, also the, the it's the gayest candy. I could see this happening in Florida for different reasons, mm-hmm. but in California, it's just taste the, the
0: rainbow. I don't think so. <laughs> But yeah like the, they list the chemicals and it's it's a couple of colorings which like who cares? I don't care what color the fucking candy is and then like a couple of other chemicals that are it's like I I'm sure they can find something else yeah. I'm sure removing these and replacing them with something else would not affect the taste of my fucking skittles yeah so um, yeah so far we'll see what happens but it would be fucking crazy if California managed to pass EU safety uh, food safety standards which would, in effect, force uh, a lot of these companies to just adopt them nationwide. It would be rather more than...
1: expensive to do two yeah, separate products. Yeah, it's similar you to like assume.
0: it's similar to like how California has single-handedly like uh, kind of pushed America towards green energy mm-hmm. by enacting like the strictest fucking environmental rules in the country.
1: And also uh, stricter cookie policies on websites. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this is uh, go us, I guess. But. Uh... Gavin Newsom wants to take my skittles from my. Co- oh wait, they're gay. Gavin Newsom, take, take them away. Take them
0: away. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. I don't know what to think. Is Gavin
1: Newsom based? <laughs> Fuck. Ah, damn it. Why doesn't Ron Sanders bad skittles? Does Ron DeSantis like skittles? Is Ron DeSantis gay? I remember the uh, growing up, and I have never looked past, like looked this up for legitimacy. I just remember it when I was a kid. But I remember. Uh, I believe the rumor was that yellow five would make you sterile.
0: Yeah, I remember that one. They were like, don't drink Mountain Dew. Don't drink Surge. (laughs) It's got yellow
1: five in it. Yeah. I'm sure that there were far more reasons not to drink Mountain Dew and Surge than that, but I wonder if that's true. You'll find out. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, the fact that our food uh, colorings are just simply known as like a, a color and a number. Yes. Not in love with that.
1: No. But, uh, hey, that's our country, baby. That's our country. Love it or leave it. Love it or
0: leave it. Go go eat your woke Skittles over in France. (laughs) (laughs) I'll eat my chemical Skittles that are going to take five to ten
1: years off my life, and I'm going to enjoy it. That's right. Three-year-old shoots two people in Indiana, leading to arrest of man wanted for murder. So who's to say
0: whether it's good or bad to let uh, (laughs) small children uh, operate handguns? Yeah. In this case... The three-year-old shooting people uh, led to a wanted murderer being yes. apprehended by the law. I know. This, so is, this is good news. Could you imagine? If we give
1: more three-year-olds more guns, yes. no more murderers. Take that book out of the three-year-old's hand and put a gun in it. Yeah. This is,
0: this is the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a three-year-old with a gun. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes.
0: Because three-year-olds, they're still young enough that they haven't developed uh, f- the fear that uh, children and adults sometimes exhibit in moments of uh, danger. Yes, they just they just fire away. They start blasting. Yeah, they're Google Gaga. Ha ha ha! ha. <laughs> fearless. Yeah, fearless toddlers. They like and the the, the popping sounds that most people like flinches. The little babies they're like ha ha ha, we. I
1: love loud noises.
0: But uh, yeah, this kid. Uh, I don't know how the kid got the gun, but one of the people the kid shot. Was like his mom's boyfriend or dealer or some shit, and that yeah. guy went to the hospital. And they're like, "What's your name?" And He's like, "Um, do you really need to know my name?" So How'd you get like, shot? Mm, not important. Just like when Maggie shot Mister Burns. So yeah, they fingerprinted him, and uh, he got got. Good. That that, that three year old's gonna grow up with a target on his back.
1: No, with a with a medal of honor on its chest. And hopefully, uh, give that give that three year old a badge. That three year old is now the mayor. Yeah.
0: We're trying things.
1: Well, I, look, a lot of stuff hasn't worked in this yes. country, so we're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall you these always days. You've got good judgment. Yes. Good judge of... Natural judge of character. Yeah. yeah.
0: India official empties dam to retrieve lost phone. We're just trying things. They... I, I, India corruption is on, like, such an amazing level. Mm-hmm. This guy isn't even, like... You're like, okay, he's, like, the guy in charge of dams. No. He's, like, a, the chief, like, food inspector of India... He, like, dropped his phone in the dam, which, like, at that point... It's gone. It's gone. Even if you find it, it's been in a dam for a long time. But he's like, nope. Uh, and fucking drained half a million gallons of water from this dam over the course of multiple days, like, running a pump 24-7, trying wow. to get his phone. Wow. Wasted. Well, did he, did he, at, he get it? No, because <laughs> he got, like, 90% of the way there, and then someone who actually works in the, like, the for the dam department was like, what are you doing? No, get, get a new phone, you fucking asshole. Yeah. So, all for nothing.
1: Wow. We love it. Mm. Back Speaking, to America, though. Yeah,
0: the, the, our India, yeah. Indiana. Yes. Indiana to lift its ban on throwing stars this summer.
1: Hell yeah. It's hot ninja summer, boys. And every three-year-old is carrying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is... Listen... It is kind of silly that Ninja Stars of all things are banned in a country where you can carry uh, weapons of death on you to like Starbucks. Yes. Um, it doesn't make me any more or less comfortable knowing no. that this is a thing.
1: Other than I would at least have the chance to survive a Ninja Star attack.
0: Yeah, I think, I imagine they're pretty hard to use. I don't think it's as easy as uh, the ninjas. Certainly
1: harder than a gun.
0: Yeah. And apparently, the the people most excited about this are the people that run the axe throwing bars. Oh, oh, I don't know. Which I I did that for the first time recently, and it's harder than it looks. I was fucking. I finally like after an hour, I finally got the hang of it. You you don't move your wrist at all. Like it's just a rhythm. It's just yeah, a rhythm you have to. Naturally, to. you feel like you have to throw your wrist, but no. Keep your wrist locked and also don't even let go. The momentum of the axe yeah. pulls itself from your arm and that gets the perfect spin.
1: Yeah, I uh, I did it. It wasn't incredibly difficult once you find that little rhythm. Yeah, once you get but, it. But uh, I, I, I feel like... It just feels
0: dangerous for like no real reason though. It's well, very loud. Like people are just like... And like when you fuck these, up, which everyone in my group was fucking up badly, like it bounces off the wall. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> A lot of
1: these places are like... They're used a lot. So, yeah. the blocks of wood that people are throwing into, uh, they're not as uh, accepting sometimes. And if you hit the wrong side of it, it comes bouncing back. Yeah. I noticed that a lot. Uh, but yes, throwing stars, I feel like with an axe, it's like there's more that goes into it. Yeah. I feel like specifically at an axe throwing place, I would feel more in danger with. Anyone in the vicinity having just a pocket full of throwing stars. Yeah. That at any point in time, they could use. It, it is, uh, yeah. You can like, see an axe coming more. Yeah, at least like with the axe, wind it's, like, up it's and, like a
0: full body thing. Like generally, even if you suck, it's going to go in the general direction. And you have and you're to going, get
1: momentum and there has to be distance.
0: Like with it, yeah, with a throwing star, it's like look at every like first pitch in baseball and see how wildly like off the mark it goes when you're throwing something small. And yes. You don't know what the fuck you're doing.
1: Yes. Although I have completely... Forgot to mention that someone could just hit you with the axe instead of throwing it. I mean, they could if
0: they wanted to, but why do that when you're already carrying a gun?
1: <laughs> yeah, in America. It's like, yeah, in America, it's like I'm gonna go down to the axe-throwing bar, and it's like that's the least dangerous thing I'm going to do. Yeah, today. it's quaint, actually. It, the axe-throwing bar is probably the safest place that, uh, that you are. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Winnie the Pooh book teaches Texas kids to run, hide, fight in a shooting.
0: I'm glad we got rid of all the woke books, uh, and I'm also glad that Winnie the Pooh is in the public domain, so we can give our kids wholesome content that isn't yes. going to s- completely uh, fuck them up for life. Yeah. Featuring Winnie the Pooh teaching kids how to survive a mass shooting that has a decent likelihood of happening within their, uh, you know,
1: is depressed Because he has PTSD from a previous shooting. Oh, bother! another shooting. Yes. Tigger's like, oh
0: god, I'm so stressed well, out. Well, see ya, boing boing boing, boing, boing. boing. <laughs> <laughs> Every man uh, for themselves.
1: Is this is does this have anything to do with the copyright restrictions being lifted and them just yeah being like, no oh, cool yeah you yeah uh, like the art style like
0: I think the art is original but yeah it's like you can use Winnie the Pooh however the hell you want now, and uh, but no, not Disney. with the re- not with the red shirt. Well,
1: Disney, I'm sorry, the red shirt is red because of the blood. That's right. You see, not, it was a white shirt before.
0: But uh, yeah, they just hand this out to like every kid. In a Texas school, a lot of parents were like, what the fuck is this? But uh, at least it wasn't woke. At least Winnie the Pooh isn't gay. Teaching kids about gay shit? Uh Uh-uh. Teaching our kids that they could be shot at any moment of any day while they are at school. As just a part of life. Yeah, that's totally fine. We need more of that in this country. Mm -hmm. That That will make sure that our kids
1: grow up sane and good. If guns shot dildos that turned people gay, they would be banned in an instant. Well, yeah, I would. I would like them to be banned if that was the case, not for homophobic reasons, yeah. just because that's terrifying. But it only turns you gay, doesn't kill you. I they mean, would be banned immediately, especially in Florida. They would set the stage for the entire country. Right? Yeah. Imagine that's probably something the CIA has been trying
0: to develop for. We can't like get this gay guy working. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Uh, man, if we could get our gay gun to work, Fidel Castro's going down this time. That's right. Oh,
1: no, we shot him with a gay gun, and he became even more heterosexual. Havana syndrome is uh, bisexuality. (laughs) Oh, I stayed in this (laughs) hotel in Havana, and I'm feeling a little gay. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing the music is (laughs) so fun. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) You guys ever just danced without a care in the world? (laughs) It's liberating. I love it. These rhythms. Yes. Infectious. I'm bringing it back to the states.
0: Guantanamo, <laughs> Guantanamo. <laughs> Eating disorder helpline fires staff, transitions to chatbot after unionization. Iya <laughs> I'm sure they'll be just as good at convincing people in distress not to uh, starve themselves to death. Um, but I guess we'll see. What should I do, ChatGPT? Eat something. You should. Wow, eat thanks. You sh- as a as an AI chatbot, I really can't help you. <laughs> that would be the best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah, this is fucked. Yeah. And it's like a, like the union uh, it was like five people and their unionization efforts was just cuz like they're like this job is obviously difficult like mentally for us. We'd like we don't even don't, you don't even have to pay us more. We would just like, you know, a little more flexibility in terms of that. We need our own helpline. We would like a collective bargaining uh, yep. agreement to give us a better position to negotiate that and they're like nope sorry uh, have you heard of this thing called chat GPT
1: bye bye <laughs> yeah so we'll see how that goes probably not well 11 year old Mississippi boy who called 911 shot by responding officer why did he shoot me
0: it's a great question kid um, yeah it seems that cops they do they they shoot people a lot Yeah. regardless of uh, who that person is they just like to shoot
1: yeah. Well, I have a gun if you're not going to use they're it? They're
0: kind of like three-year-olds if they were in adult bodies. That's right. Given, uh, you know, a license to kill. Yes. But unlike three-year-olds, they don't always get it right when they start
1: blasting. That's true, because they have biases, unlike three-year-olds.
0: But yeah, this this this. fuck the kid's mom's, like, ex-boyfriend showed up and, like, you know, I, I guess she had reason to fear. She told her kid, call 911. He does. Cops get there. The cops are like, everyone out of the house! And the kid comes out, like, to come out of the house. <laughs> he just fucking shoots him. Ah! Like, why'd you do that? I guess he ate... I mean, he got hit in the chest. He had, like, a collapsed lung. It sounds like he's gonna be okay, but it's still, like... But no, that's not okay. I, no, not I, at all. I hate that the... Like,
1: it, specifically His family, in this country, like... When, when people are like, don't worry, he's he lived, it's like, no, this kid got shot in the chest. has to live with the trauma of this yeah. for the rest of
0: his life. I'm sure his lungs will never work as good as they did. I'm sure his family, uh, sorry, there's no law in this country that says if the police shoot you in an accident, uh, your medical bills are free. No. So that's a fun one. No, it's... Um, and yeah, just the trauma of having someone fucking shoot you. Yeah. Who, someone who you trusted to save you in a situation where you in danger yes. actually was the danger.
1: Yeah, and living with that trauma and the injury and the the potential damage that it could have is you're unaware of right now for the rest of your life, it's like, well, you know, at least they lived. Yeah. Open and shut case. Hey,
0: this story has a happy ending. I've got good news. Anyway, of course the cop isn't even like...
1: It's part of the job. Yeah, there. The mom obviously she's like, "You need to fire this cop." Nope. Like, well, I don't know. We're looking into if it. If we fired every cop that shot an eleven-year-old, we wouldn't, wouldn't have it. any cops left. Come on. What do you want me to do? My hands are tied. So.
0: Police. Georgia woman broke into restaurant overnight, made a salad that cost business five
1: hundred dollars. Hey, that's a hell of a salad. Um. Well, with these days, with the whole inflation thing, I don't know. Maybe. I, my... I would hope
0: it's a big salad, but the reason. They had to throw out five hundred dollars worth of ingredients because she got her yeah. like greasy little hands all over everything. Mm-hmm. But it's—I it, don't know if they didn't say whether she was intoxicated or not. She looks kind of happy, a little silly in her mugshot. Uh, I don't know what happened there. But if I'm breaking into a restaurant in the middle of the night to eat for some reason, I'm making myself—I'm making myself a midnight snack. I'm not making myself a fucking salad. Yeah. What is this? What are you doing?
1: I would go for the dessert cart for sure. Um make, they got any pies. Yeah. I, I think maybe the logic here is that she didn't have to actually cook anything, which would have set off alarm bells, uh, obviously. Oh, Sound, smoke yeah. detector, stuff like that. Went for the easy option. But if they really wanted to like parlay this into a, a marketing hmm. gimmick, they could be like, come try the $500 salad. Yeah.
0: It put us on the map, by God. Special price for you, my friend. $500. $10. $10.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All you can eat, $500 salad. The salad bar is yours for the next hour. That's right. Go yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Bear helps itself to 60 cupcakes from Connecticut Bakery. Scares employees. I don't think it scared them like on purpose.
0: Boo! Yeah. It yeah. just was doing bear stuff, and they were scared by that.
1: Yes, silly old bear.
0: But uh, yeah, I mean, imagine you're a bear. Most bears never like shook. experience the cupcake. Yeah. You're a bear. You're like, I'm hungry. Let's go see what's going on. You're like. What the hell do I smell with my nose coming from that direction? Oh boy. Let's yes. go check that out. Why is everyone running away from me? This is delicious. <laughs> well, if no why, one's going to eat it. Why is no one
1: sticking around us? <laughs> well, if if no one else is going to eat it, I'm going to eat these 60... Oh my God! This oh. is amazing. Oh, Jesus. I Holy shit. I haven't tasted something this fancy since I ate that diabetic hunter.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm sure afterwards the, the sugar crashed probably. Oh yeah. Probably going into
1: Best sleep of its very life.
0: early hibernation with that one. Oh, yeah. Mm. But uh, can you imagine tasting sugar for the first time yeah. as a bear? That's
1: the problem. This bear is now a danger to society.
0: Yeah. Once you get the taste of those cupcakes, no bakery is safe.
1: I eat a sweet like
0: one day a week, and it's like the next couple days are ruined. All I want is sweets. I got ice cream the other night. Um, one One scoop. I was able to eat half of it before mm-hmm. I felt like I need to stop. And then, like, I waited two days with it just sitting in my freezer before I went back. Oh, no. Like, and and it was good. But, like, I don't know how the fuck anyone
1: orders more than one scoop of ice cream. It blows my mind. I go, I go to a place that does, uh, <laughs> they, they let the adults have the kid's cup. Oh. And I get the kid's yeah, cup. Yeah, that's all. I just want, like, a couple spoonfuls. That's yeah. all. That's all. Uh, I, yeah, I need to limit myself because I could get three scoops and, and just down it. Yeah, it's but, the same uh, with
0: like milkshakes. Anytime I get a milkshake, I'm just like, all right, okay, had a couple sips, put this away. <laughs>
1: Every time I milkshake, mm. I go, well, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. And then
0: like a week later, I'm like, man, you know, it'd be really good right now. I mean, they're damn delicious. It That's is true, a, a devilish invention.
1: Have you, we have a place here called Donut Friend. Have you had the Oreo? No. And all their stuff's named after like bands or whatever. Mm. It's just the most decadent Oreo vanilla shake you've ever had. Mm delicious. I might go get it right now. Me too. <laughs> Woman with untreated TB, still on the lam, three months after arrest warrant.
0: Yeah, we talked about this, uh, the... Unsettling the typh- that she's still out there. typhoid or t- tuberculosis Mary up yeah. in Tacoma. And, um, we talked about that, like, I don't know, a month and a half ago? And she's still just running around the state of Washington. Proof that the daylight cures it. Breathing on people. Um... Interesting. Concerning. Se- seems, like, seems like this should be a high priority, but everyone involved is just like, well, if we knew
1: where she was, obviously we'd get her, but we don't know where she went. Yeah. So what do you want us to do? If I send a cop out to find her, he's just going to shoot her. I mean... Uh, yeah, th- this is unsettling that it's taken this long, but it uh, doesn't seem like it's really uh, high on their priority a list. A little
0: bit of tuberculosis never killed anyone. Right? <laughs> God damn it.
1: Anyways, uh, to remind you again, we will be off next week for yeah. a uh, long overdue mental health break. I better and, not hear about any news. Yeah, a burnout break. To Stop prevent the news. Us, Stop. Prevent us. We take the week off so that we can continue doing the show throughout the year without burning ourselves out. So it's actually in your benefit to leave us alone for a week. That's right. Uh, we'll be back June 7th or 8th or something like that. Anyways, uh, in the meantime, we have got a solid... Five months of content. That's right for you to catch up. Catch on. up. I believe at this point, a hundred episodes this year, potentially. Oh, I don't know, something like Aren't that. Are we supposed to hit some like milestone? We're about to hit a thousand. 000... I
0: can't remember. Thousand videos. Jesus fucking
1: shit. Something like that. Oh it's hard to God. keep. Uh, uh, also, I guess you, um, maybe it's like the day we get back or something. But f- hey, five years. You know, oh, today, yeah.
0: five years. Got my five-year coin.
1: Yes. <laughs> hey, Jack. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, if you really want to celebrate our five-year, uh, anniversary of the show, you could do so by clicking the like button. Let's get it to, uh, you know, 5,000, 50,000 likes. You guys have, have like, a
0: week to get get those likes up to, uh, let's say 10,000.
1: Yeah, uh, tell all your friends about the show so that when we come back, We can have a whole brand new audience of people. Come on. Uh, 250,000 subs would be nice. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I've already gotten the Sideshow Bob tattoo, but I refuse to show it uh, on the show until we get 250,000 subscribers. But uh, yeah, get us 250,000 and uh, let us enjoy our nice week off. Uh, Again, follow me on Instagram if you want to see photos of the national parks uh, or Elliot's little garden. I'm sure he'll be posting frequently about Uh his garden. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, please enjoy uh, your own time off. It's Memorial Day weekend, so you probably have things yeah, to do. Yeah, so m- memorialize. Yes. Please remember. Uh, yes, so please uh, watch all of our old videos, but specifically our most recent uh, episodes. One about uh, how Chuds are disturbingly being successful at uh, dismantling Pride Month, yep. uh, which is a bummer. And also our just complete coverage of the Ron DeSantis Twitter Spaces The debacle. bungle. The yeah. bungle debungle. <laughs> Check those out, subscribe to the channel, leave a like, and we'll see you soon. Say ya. Bye.